stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offroad Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Derek. And this is episode 204. Yes, sir. And this right here is Derek's re-intro episode. For those of you that didn't start at the very beginning and maybe you're just joining us and you don't know exactly who Derek is or what Derek's up to, this episode right here, we're going to break it down and take it apart. Wow. Breaking breaking stuff down. And taking it apart. And taking them apart. But do we put it back together? Yes, we're going to put it back together. And if you stick around long enough, we're going to talk about Derek's new house and new garage space at the towards the end of this episode. So we're going to go through who Derek is and get all that stuff figured out. And then after that, we're going to it looks like here on my notes, it says bullshit section, new house. Hold on. The letters are still coming. (laughs) New house question mark. So we're actually doing this via Discord and Derek has his screen up and shared so that we have a full template here on the um, the breakdown and tear apart. We did say that we were going to be more organized this season than we have uh, been in the past. Thank God you and Mike are more organized than I are because I are not organized. How, how, how much more organized? We, we don't know, but some. we're doing things. Some, an unmeasurable amount more organized, but more. Just, just a little Love bit. It that way we can't be held accountable for like not achieving our goals like we've already achieved it we're more organized we got mm-hmm. a template that's it that is that is more <laughs> organized. so what we have going on here is derek is drinking a beer derek is let the audience know who you're what you're drinking who, what who i'm world? drinking who are you uh, drinking hold on first <laughs> Ooh, that was crispy, I think. Crispy. I heard it on my end. Nice. That means that Craig heard it, and that means that the <laughs> listeners will hear it. So. Uh, I am drinking a Sierra Nevada Trail Pass. It is a golden, and it contains less than 0.5% alcohol by volume, because I'm still on painkillers. But I will tell you this. I've already had one. They are very good. They do not taste like a O'Doul's or some garbage non-alcoholic beer. It actually tastes like a beer that I would want to oh. drink. Oh, it is a non-alcoholic. It's not alcoholic. Yep. Oh, I didn't. I didn't catch that when you showed it to me earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping that. So Friday, I get my Friday, which is the day after this podcast comes out. I get mm-hmm. my epidural steroid, you know, shot in the back. Uh, hopefully, then I can. I'll be off most, most or all. I think painkillers, um, except for the steroids, and I will be able to enjoy real beer again. But. This is pretty tasty, so it's been working for me. What are you drinking, Steve? <laughs> Hold on. All right, Hold on. I know, but he's having he's having problems. I'm not having problems. I'm just trying to. I'm gonna. I'm down in here in my cup. Okay, are you all in my cup with me? We are in the Let's cup. See if, we, see if we can make this happen. Did you turn off noise suppression? Oh no! <laughs> can you hear it? I heard. <laughs> It was pretty funny. Pression off. Okay. Try this again. Let's try this, people. Ah. It's so close. It's still not getting it. It's like every other it's like every every other splash. Such bullshit. Hold on. Let me crank like we if I crank it up like this, it's very sensitive. Anything, anything at all? Just a little bit. It, I, I don't know. 
I think your your microphone is too good at only capturing voice, and this sword is really good at only capturing voice, even when noise suppression right. is off. Get this all reset here. Hopefully, it's not picking up all that noise. Anyway, I squeak, turn that squeak, back squeak, on the switch. Yeah, get my microphone all reset now that my cup is overfloweth with wild turkey. Yeah, you I'm poured drinking. three drinks trying to get this thing to record. <laughs> I saw that. How many fingers was that? Uh, <laughs> more than one hand. Oh, you can't see it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a, the top of a 20-ounce tumbler, and it's got three fingers. Uh, just all for the noise. Anyway, I am drinking Wild Turkey 101 and Pepsi. Um, because, I don't know, I've been on a mixer kick lately. You've been on that, like, just turned 21, and I don't really like the taste of alcohol. Hmm. Or if I had a lime in this, it would be better. It would be better. If mm-hmm. I had a lime in this, it'd be, it'd be better, too. Facts. Facts, indeed. There's limes abundant here. I went for um, a walk at lunch. I worked from home today, because back problems still. Cheers, um, Mike. Cheers, Clank. <laughs> um, and I see. My, my doctor was like, you got to get cardio. Like, you've been sitting around. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> and I got tired of walking around the block. Um, I ended up going on a hike this past weekend, which is nice. Um, but at lunch, I, like, power walked as quickly as I could to, like, try and get further than, like, the blocks around my house. And they're, uh-huh. like, just people just have lime trees and they're just falling on the ground. And they're gross by the time they fall on the ground, but yeah. I just need to get like yoink. I turned it back on. Turn it off for me. Off. Okay. Keep on telling your story. That's it. You said grab limes from trees. (laughs) Oh shit. Limes. Damn. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Things grow out here. It's like a it's like a problem for some people. We have we have some friends that have a lemon and a lime tree, and they're like, "Take take these. We don't have enough space for them." Like when Mike had his apple tree. That sounds like, fantastic. Yeah. Well, it is, yeah. and then the apples fall to the ground. The yes. Flies and everything eat them, and it's gross. Same with the limes. I presume it's a citrus fruit. I think it takes a little bit longer because, like, when a lime mm. falls to the ground, it doesn't split open. Yeah. But okay. eventually, it needs to be picked up. <clears throat> Do we have any housekeeping? That's well, we got to talk question. about off-road. Off-road? Off-road stuff we first. Have, we got to talk about what'd off-road stuff first? Yeah, it's a total off-road podcast. What'd you do? What'd you do off-road? I didn't do shit off-road. Or <laughs> you have? Or what are you planning soon? What are you working mm. on? We have Naxxra coming up in a couple of weeks. Hell yeah. That's gonna be a lot of fun. I remember going to the Nashville events, even though I don't have a Jeep, an XJ specifically. All right. Hopefully um, the audio is a little better now. Off road, Nashville. Nashville, yeah. We're gonna go to Nashville March eighth uh, through the tenth, I believe it is. Um, I'm signed up, so I'm getting a T-shirt and all the other goodies that come with that. And as I should be able to go, my Jeep is running and driving. I haven't done a fucking thing to it. Uh, quite honestly, we spend a lot of time here um, trying to get stuff going. And then also we have a few big projects going on. We had a big uh, truck and trailer job earlier this week. We have a 
opera bottom in the shop right now that we're working on. So like summer shine side is very busy. So we can't talk about, I don't have anything to talk about off road wise, but if you guys want to talk about summer shine, baby, we can fill out an entire episode. Um, unfortunately, yes section. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately that goes in the BS section. Sorry. Um, and or Patreon. I don't know what I'll probably do is the same thing. I always do. I will wait until next weekend and I'll drag my shit in the shop and I will crunch for a entire day um, and try to, excuse me, get a few things done. Uh, I would like to get, if I could, I'd like to get my rear bumper put on. Um, I have everything to do that now. I just have to unbolt my, uh, my leaf spring buckets in the rear. And then I've got to take an air hammer and the giant bit that I have. I've got a 18 inch long chisel bit. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to chisel down the corners of the inside of the channel uh, inside the uniframe because it's bulged. I need to chisel down through there and then fold that up out of the way. And I may end up cutting my bumper brackets down. So I'm not using five bolts, but I will use four of the five bolts. It should be plenty. It has lived. I have pulled myself out of every situation I've been in for the last 14 years on three bolts. So if we got four, I think we'll be okay. I think um, you'll be all right. Yeah, I think I'll be all right. And on top of that, it's like it used to be a hitch. So the three bolts were here and then the hitch dropped down and there's like six inches of like leverage. On three yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And so now it's going to be just straight pole. So really it's sh- more sheer now than it ha- has ever been in the past. Um, yeah. Just so make sure they're wrong. just make sure they're torqued and you're good to go. Toit. Toit like a toyger. Yeah. Guten tight. Guten tight. Yeah. Everything I do is Steve tight, which is actually more than Guten tight. It's probably actually stressing the bolts. Um, <laughs> but, uh, except for the fucking front wheel when it fell off, but we won't Tor- talk Tor- about that. <laughs> Torque that, that was in last season. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. That, that never happened now. <laughs> new season. Who dis? A new season. You get to start your clock over on Friday wheeling. I love it. <sighs> no, don't mention that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, timestamp Kyle typing. I'm typing. Why aren't the words coming up on timestamp? Weird. <laughs> so, um, uh, get my rear bumper put on. Um, and I bought the shit for the sliders, uh, from Aries as well. They make a slider install kit, it's just supposed to help make it a little easier. And since my shit is so rusty, I'm like, I need all the help I can get. And so, yeah, you're going to get, from what I understand of the Aries like slider kit, it's going to be like way more weld area. Yeah. Which is what you need. I do. Um, The one thing I would say is like, make sure you test fit a bunch because like. That's a good idea. Yeah. Like tack everything where you think it's supposed to go. Check it. Mm -hmm. Weld one. Check it again. Weld another. Check, you know, and then once you're ready and then tack in the sliders, make sure they're all cool. And then burn those in and then like, I think you'll be, you'll be good. It won't take you that much longer to like check a bunch of times and it'll save you a ton of headache if you have to rework. I'm not going to lie there. <sighs> Pepsi. Yeah. You look like you're struggling it's, every time you take a sip. It tastes a lot like wild turkey and I like <laughs> wild turkey, but maybe not in that quantity. Yeah. Um, well, and also this is wild turkey 101. This is the straight... Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Now I have over on my shelf. Now I would never waste this on a mixer, um, but I have a fifth of 
uh, wild turkey single barrel. Mm. Now that, that I will come in and just take a nip off of. And I don't need to mix it with anything. Now this wild turkey here, uh, as you could see, I had a whole handle of it. Uh, courtesy of one of my customers. My customer actually brought me down. We had this discussion talking about wild turkey. And he brought me down the uh, the fifth and the handle of wild turkey. I was like, man, I didn't used to be a wild turkey fan, but it's starting to grow on me because every bit of it I've had so far has been free. Um, and so, you know, I'm really starting to become a fan of it. But uh, even the even the the single barrel was free. Yeah. Nice. He brought me both. Well, he brought that- me, it, yeah. So his wife, <clears throat> this customer of mine, his wife is a like whiskey and spirits fanatic. And so he's like, it's not. An, and, mm. and she's also a um, she's a trauma nurse at one of the hospitals in Chicago. And so in the ER. And, mm-hmm. uh, she, she drinks, he, she's like, she comes home and pours a whole highball glass full, of whatever whiskey or spirit she is feeling that day. And, uh, and she'll drink like two of those a night. And he's like, aren't you, aren't you concerned about like a kidney, like, you know, liver failure, yeah, liver, liver failure. And she's like, and they can put new ones of those in. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, we do it all the time. It's no big deal. It's like, God damn. <laughs> Whatever works it's, for you. It's different when you, apparently when that's your job, I guess you're just like, eh, put new of those in all the time. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, when you're a mechanic, like, God, uh, yep. you know, Aren't go you off. Pull that engine up? Nah, no big deal. We'll put that in. I can put another one in next week. Yeah, I can put a new one in. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like, man. But, uh, anyway, uh, so since she does, since she's a big spirits fan, they, uh, by quite a bit he's like we have a giant uh like closet full of spirits and i'm i don't know if this came from the private collection or not but it did come in like cases that you would get if you were at like the liquor store buying a lot mm-hmm. uh, so anyway he brought down that it was pretty cool um funny enough he brought that down like 3 days Within like three days of the one year anniversary of Colton giving me the other fifth of Wild Turkey 101. Oh, okay. So it, was really, nice. it was really cool. Like I got a fifth you know, for working on Colton's Jeep. And then uh, he brought me this other one. I was like, this is crazy. So pretty neat. Pretty neat. Anyway, that's why I'm drinking Wild Turkey 101. Sounds delicious Ooh. or not. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not bad. Let's be honest. If you like whiskey in your cola, this is a solid mixer. Uh, personally, I'm a rum guy. What's your go-to rum mixer? Mixer is Captain. Mm. Captain's my go-to rum mixer. Captain Captain um, Coke. Yeah, if I am, yeah, Captain Coke. Um, we have Nicole likes uh, Diet Pepsi, and so we actually have like uh, we have a soda stream here at the shop, and so we have like soda stream was like actual diet pepsi branded like their syrup whereas oh, nice. the coke the soda stream did not strike a deal with coke and they just have cola it's not the same it's not the same coke was like we don't want people reverse engineering our syrup or whatever it's either that or it's like make a deal with us or make a deal with pepsi yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. i see i see yeah. yep it's you like when get- you're in a, when you have a restaurant you can't have both Pepsi mm-hmm. or in Coke products. Certain restaurants do. 
Um, um I was talking. We had a friend. We had a friend that worked for Coke. We still do. Mm-hmm. Um, back in Chicago, and um, she was saying that Dr. Pepper is allowed. Mm. Um, on Coke fountains because really? people don't like Mr. Pib or whatever the Coke version okay. is. Um, in certain places, and then there's something, and then maybe Mountain Dew. Don't mean that Dr. Pepper is a Pepsi product. Mm-mm. Oh, it's um Dr. Pepper, Barks, AMW. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a third. The third. The third biggest, you know, soda company is, uh, is, uh, Dr. Pepper, seven up barks, um, all the good ones. No, maybe a and W. I don't remember. Or maybe both. I don't know. Yeah. All the good ones. (laughs) I don't love Dr. Pepper, but I get that it has a place. Um, RC Cola, I think is part of it too. Really? I think so. Maybe not, but anyway, yeah, I'm too lazy oh, to Google yeah. it, even though I have the whole screen. Fine, we're going to do it. I'm over here Googling it. Um, Dr. Pepper Brands, Family Pepper Brands. Brands. So you have Coca-Cola Company, PepsiCo, and Keurig Dr. Pepper. Keurig. Keurig. Dr. Pepper, get the fuck out of here. Hell yeah. Somebody tell me right the fuck now why I can't get K-Cups that are Clamato. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that yeah, on the screen. Oh, shit. We've got Dr. Pepper, 7-Up, Crush, Sunkist, Squirt, Canada Dry, Mott's, Schweppes, Schweppes, Hawaiian Schweppes, Punch, Hawaiian Schweppes, Punch, Snapple, Yoo-Hoo, RC. Yoo-hoo. I was oh right about RC. Red, A&W, Verners, Stewart's, hmm. that's some good Mr. stuff. Mr. and Mrs. T's? Hell yeah. Is that a soda or is that the mixer? That's uh, Bloody Mary mix. What? And other mixers, I think. Um, IBC Margaritaville. Hell yeah! Ooh, oh, well, they own the the drink mart. What the fuck? Me yep, and the other. Oh, this is what they own. No, they own Green Mountain. Hey, we're going on a serious side tangent here. Yeah, um, but you need to stick around for it because it's important. Okay, so let's, they, hold on. We're gonna run through those. Back, go back up. Oh, okay, go back, right there. Okay, uh, they own Green Mountain, Swiss Miss, Barista Prima. Uh, Trulies, these are Trulies. all cake cups for like coffee. Oh, Trulies, yeah, yeah Trulies. donut shop, Krispy Kreme, Mc, Mc, they own Mick Cafe. I think it's like it's part or of their brand, a, yeah, it's yeah, like a license uh, thing. Like they developed yeah. the flavor, and McDonald's was like, it's Yeah, on. cool, we agree. Yep, Cafe Escapes. Uh, what is Rev? Never heard of that uh, one. This is strong coffee. Oh, extra and caffeine. Hold the fucking phone. What is the Kahlua? Kahlua K cup. I'm about to go buy these motherfuckers. Oh my god, it is. It's Kahlua coffee. Get the fuck out. But it's not alcoholic. It, no, okay. it can't be. I can no bring way. my own party. Non-alcoholic. But you can add Kahlua to it. Right. So, and as you should. <laughs> Syrup and coffee? Why didn't I think of that? Hell yeah. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that side tangent. That is fucking cool, dude. I didn't even know that. I had no... There you go. There's your nugget for the episode. If you get nothing else from this episode, you just found out that Keurig and Dr. Pepper are one thing. Which, I mean, like, big move on Keurig's part, right? Oh, you're going to add that to the bullshit at the end? All right, that's fine. No, no, we we already talked about it, but it's part of the bullshit. We put the bullshit at the beginning. 
Dude, this episode is who is Derek and what the coffee? <laughs> what the coffee? <laughs> what the coffee pepper? <clears throat> That's a I don't know how old of a brand Keurig is or if like Dr. Pepper made Keurig, you know what I'm saying? Like if that company made Keurig, but if Keurig is a newer company and then they purchased the Dr. Pepper, you know, brand that umbrella, like what a fucking boss move that is. They they definitely are newer than Dr. Pepper. I mean, Keurig's only been around for like a decade or two. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and they got huge quickly. Like Keurig got really popular. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened. Their name is first after all. It is. Yep. That's, uh, that's handling your money. Well, that's right. And maybe a little bit of luck and good timing. Yeah. Um, they, they jumped in the old coffee game. Who started Keurig? Keurig was started by John Sylvan and Peter Drag Dragoon Dragon. Founded maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'm not done with this rabbit hole. 1998. They started introduced 20. Is that right? 1998. 20, 26, 26 years ago. That's right. Sounds, that's right. Yeah. Um. 26 years ago. Uh, Keurig beverage. Varieties include hot and cold coffees, teas, cocas, dairy-based beverages, lemonades, ciders, and fruit-based drinks. Keurig has over 400 varieties and over 60 brands of coffee and other beverages through its own through its own and partnership licensed brands. In addition, K-Cup Pods, it includes View, K-Carafe, and K-Mug Pods. I haven't heard of any. Anyway, um, that is pretty fucking cool. When did they acquire? <laughs> okay, here it is. In July 2018, Keurig Green Mountain merged with Dr. Pepper Snapple Group in a deal worth $18.7 billion, creating Keurig Dr. Pepper, a publicity-traded conglomerate which is the third largest beverage company in north america there is your not so history lesson of the day they paid 18.7 billion dollars to merge with snapple with dr pepper snapple group those those are just floating those are just numbers at that point when you get when you start getting into bees Man, it's like it's like not money. It's like yeah, it's not money. Yeah, it's just numbers on paper. That's right. <laughs> it's so much money that it's just like numbers on paper, and it's like I want the number to be lower, and this person wants the number to be higher, and yep. it's just like all right, well, you know, whatever, as long as the numbers work. <sighs> it's wild, and there's like seventy billion. No, there's like seventy people involved in that decision. And the question on, on is, side. when you make a acquisition for $18.7 billion, um, is that a, is that a financed thing? Like you put so much down and then you also get a note on that. Like, man, you know, they do. There's no, yeah. they don't pay for that. Why the fuck would yeah. you? You get yeah, that on a 2% loan and you're like, yeah, ride that fucker out for the next 20. <laughs> yeah, there's no way you're using cash for that. You no company would have that much cash. Even if you had it, you yeah. wouldn't do it. I, 
and that's weird. Like, that's interesting. I wonder how, will you ask your boss how he did when it was his financials to acquire uh, X? That'd be interesting to know. <laughs> oh, uh, no, that one he had to borrow. Um, and the stock did not do well at that time for <laughs> my company, which for me kind of didn't matter because I wasn't getting stocks for the first year. But yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> not doing great now either. But yeah, I don't think a lot of people were super happy um, when that happened. But I feel like Elon is a long game guy. Probably. I don't feel like he's a short game guy. I think he maybe tries we should to get into both. finding maybe we should get into learning about Derek. We should you want Elon on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the side tangent podcast. All right, let's fucking get into Derek Lassini. But Steve, you didn't ask if I did anything off road. Oh shit, I didn't. No, we I didn't. Went- tangent perfect <laughs> <laughs> i've had a bad back for like the last two months yeah. so if you want to know about derek's off-road adventures make sure you tune into the end of this podcast where he's going to talk about what he did off-road in the garage that's true we are going to talk about the garage perfect derek let's get hey. this off let's do it okay i was gonna say all right this is derek lassini i don't know that i know your middle name which Peter. is hard is it really? Mm-hmm. I got it. Peter. Peter. Love it. All right. DP. DP. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up on that one. I just left you, it. Gave, you gave the guy drinking fucking copious <laughs> amounts of wild turkey. <laughs> oh, an open. All right. I walked into that oh. one. Let's go. Who is Derek Lassini? I am, well, I'm 35. Um, I lived in, I grew up in St. Louis, went to school in Champaign. That's how I know Mike and Steve. Went to what Ian. school in Champaign? Uh, University of Illinois there in Urbana-Champaign um, for mechanical engineering. And that's, I bought a truck. My, here, hold on. Let me, let me skip to today and then we'll go back to the history. Oh, okay. I'm an an engineer at Tesla. I've been in the electric vehicle industry for a good chunk of my career. Um, And we just moved out here about a year and a half ago because the opportunity at Tesla is a big one. Um, And also California is pretty sweet. We're pretty happy out here. Um, We, uh, my wife, Emily, um, she also went to school at University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign. Um, we met there briefly, but we didn't start dating till a few, a few years after. Um, and we got two dogs and what else? I got a, <laughs> two, I got a Silverado. Um, oh, we're going to talk about the other vehicles and stuff later. Uh, probably. So yeah, that's me. I'm a mechanical engineer at Tesla. Um, I grew up in St. Louis. Uh, I always liked going, the idea of going mudding. Stole my parents, stole air quotes, my parents suburban and went mudding in an abandoned neighborhood one time. That was fun. Had to power wash it before I got home to make sure I didn't get in trouble. Off-roaded my 1989 Mazda 626 at a state park. Got a ticket for that. Um, so my off-road career didn't start out very, uh, very solidly. <laughs> but um, went to school at University of Illinois in Champaign. Um, needed a car. Needed a vehicle, rather. And my options were 
I wanted a V8. I wanted to, I wanted to sound cool. I wanted to go fast. And, uh, I knew if I went too fast and I bought a Camaro, I'd probably end up in jail. So I opted for the truck. Um, 2001 Silverado with a 5.3 four-wheel drive Z71 blue dark GM dark blue metallic. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Uh, stock clean grandpa driven to church on Sunday. Um, and then I ruined it. <laughs> so that's, that's me. Wait, wait, wait. It was driven by a grandpa, but not your grandpa. Correct. Yep. I bought it okay. from somebody I didn't know at a dealer, but it was so clean that like for a second, it was, I was a family vehicle. I was like, Oh shit, that makes it way cooler. Oh no, that'd be awesome. Um, we, uh, so my parents had a 96 suburban for a long time. I think it had like 260 or 280,000 miles on it. Um, when they finally upgraded to a 2011 Yukon. Um, and I really wanted to buy it. You're like, they would have given it to me if I wanted it, but like it was, it was in need of a lot of work. It was real rusty, but like mm. it would have been a cool trail rig. Um, but I already had a trail rig and I didn't have space for it. And it just was not good timing when they ended up having to scrap it, I guess, or they, they might've sold it for like a few grand, but it wasn't mm. worth it. Sadly. Cause that would have been cool. Um, but yeah, right. I, this is not a family vehicle, but it is my first vehicle that I purchased. Now, so that's fun. Your truck has a little rust on it. It didn't when I bought it. Oh, yeah. It was rust yeah. when you bought it. Okay. Yeah. And then I took it to Illinois where they salt. Well, not that they don't salt in Missouri, but like it doesn't snow there nearly as much. Yeah. It still gets cold as shit. Yeah. It, it was in like mid southern Missouri. So even further south than St. Louis. Like, yeah, it's a little better. They get snow yeah. less often. That's um, right. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, so that gets us kind of caught up. So we kind of know your foundation of who you are and what you started doing. Why are you podcasting? I am podcasting because... Just just tell them how it is, buddy. Uh, give I just want to be show. like Stephen Ian. <laughs> Don't why, why am I podcasting? <laughs> Ian bowed out and Derek was like, I will hold down that spot. I was like, sloop, <laughs> slipped in, <laughs> slipped into the DMs. Uh, Mike and I would always hang out and Patty would come in and she'd be like, Mike, you and Derek should have a podcast. People would listen to you guys just talk about a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but that's a lot of work. So we let Stephen Ian set the groundwork and then we like <laughs> swooped in from both angles and now we're slowly taking over. Steve's really hard to push out though. <laughs> I know. Um, no, but seriously, uh, I love talking to you. I love talking to Mike. I love talking to Kyle. Um, I think that I have some stuff that I could share with the off-road community. Um, I also just have a lot of fun BSing, and it seems like other people like listening to us BS. So I kind of yeah. One thing it. I will say about Derek is that you have. Since you got like bit by the bug, that has been life. Like four wheeling is life. There's oh, yeah. other things that go around that, but it's always four wheeling. Um, that is something that I admire about you. Aww. 
Yeah. I thanks. I um I definitely got bit by the bug. Yeah. And it bit hard. Like I my limiting factor on the on being bit by the bug was like finances and space. Oh yeah. Like well, you you dumbly picked a fucking full size to do the things. If space is a lot easier when you pick something small like a shitbox. I'm I, if, dumpsters if, are made to fit anywhere. <laughs> I am a masochist when it comes to off roading. <laughs> I pick the hardest lines. I get the most stuck. I pick the hardest vehicle to modify. <laughs> I do the hardest ever, modifications. <laughs> have you ever been more stuck than you were on your dirty 30? 30. Which one was that? Do you remember that? You were in that rock garden at flat and nasty and you just got like, I've never seen a vehicle so stuck in a rock garden. Where uh, nasty. I'm it took like think. two hours. It took two hours to winch your ass off of a rock. You were on a rock. I mean, I'm on mud. I've been <laughs> on a lot of rocks, Steve. I'm really yeah. all right here. I gotta search for this one because I don't know if there's pictures or not. You were frustrated. It literally took. So Derek was doing a rock garden at Flat Nasty. It's out in the middle of an open field. The it's it's up against the edge of the woods. But it is, oh, look at that. You have a fucking folder. Oh, my God. Dude, well, I am very organized when it comes to off-road pictures. Trip down memory lane. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Here. Yeah, I always, I, I always, because I'm... Fantastic. Because I'm OCD, I'm always like, hey, everybody, I put together a, photo, a Google Photos album if you want to upload your photos, like, immediately after I do it, because mm-hmm. I want to be the first, and I want to have control <laughs> over what it's called. You're not there yet. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. That's cool. Sunday. It was Saturday that you got stuck. How do you know this? Mm, we didn't I know take the, any pictures. The, the the pictures all of a sudden changed from everybody to just you, Bray, and Matt. True. That's Saturday. Um, because we did the Bears on Saturday. Okay, so there's no yeah. pictures of it. Uh, are you sure it was me? I mean, I remember trying pop a bear and like failing awfully. This was okay. Let me see. It was after the Bears. Um, it was when Nicole showed up. So Are you sure it wasn't Mike? Because I remember he snorts a rear drive shaft like immediately. It was, it okay. Alright, scroll down. Take her down. Take her down downtown. There's gotta be a picture of you with a winch line hooked up. There just has to be. Wasn't it the Bears? Uh, no, not at the Bears. It wasn't at the Bears. It was out in like a flat area. Um, I seen like like almost like a like a grassy plain. But there's a rock garden. Okay, so there's Jeremy and like, like there, maybe on this one. No, it was way bigger than that. Ugh. The rock garden was way bigger than that. Oh, oh, here we go. Yep, uh, I remember uh, now. Uh, I remember I now. Video okay. of it. There's a fucking video. All right, you remember it now? I remember it now. Stucketh, you were. I was very stucketh. Um, Basically, what happened is you turtled, but I don't. You turtled so fucking. Did you turtle on both diffs and the center? I think it's the opposite. I think I was like schlunk. I fell down in, and there was like a giant rock on my front diff and a giant rock on my rear diff, and I couldn't go forward or backward. Yeah, yeah, you could not move. It was. 
Yeah. It was two hours. It was it was like four in the afternoon when you got stuck. It was almost dark when we yeah, got you out. It was. And I it remember was, that. No. I, I remember just like looking around like, what the fuck happened? How are you <laughs> that stuck? <laughs> it's like, how is that even possible? Yeah, I'm on redemption on that now, but I'm too far from flat nasty. Go back. Um, were you on 37s in that trip? No, I'm short in wheelbase. Still, yeah, oh, 40s. These are oh, pro comps. Yeah, that video right there. Go back up. The video of you oh. on the bears. No, not that one. On the this bears one? right here. Yeah, on there. You were trying to dislocate your front drive shaft in that video. Oh yeah. Um, you had front axle. I was standing right there. You see me? Uh, yep. The front axle wrap. The front springs unloading and pulling out the just like ugh. watching that happen was just like ooh, give you the old <laughs> chills. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, did you put an anti wrap on that fucker already? No, uh, but I did put uh, <laughs> more spring clamps on the backside, so you can't like idea. separate the leaf springs as much from the main. That's a really good uh, way to mitigate the um the pinion wrap. I like that. <laughs> I also have a 12 inch travel front drive shaft now. So like Which you can't separate. Have, now it's not going <laughs> to, did you do 1410 front drive shaft, like on both joints on the front drive shaft? I didn't do the diff yet. Uh, but oh, on the transfer case side, I did 1410 for the angle. On the diff? Are you 1350? But, yeah. Okay. Okay. Which God. I beat on it pretty hard. I think it's fine. Um, I probably, I, one day I want to put it as 1410 because then they just only have 1410 and 1480 U joints in my whole truck, but yeah. 1480s in the rear. No, no. The oh. front axle shafts. Oh, the outers. Yeah. The or outers. 1480s? Oh, interesting. Yeah. The, the actual axle shafts. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't know that, but that fucker was fat in that video. Jesus. Was this 2015? Yeah. 2018. 2018. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're done looking at that. Um, All right, that explains why you're podcasting. Hey, when slash why did you start off roading? Now I feel like we've already actually touched on that. I think we did, but the we point did. of this is to kind of rehash. Or no, 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 we didn't really ha rehash or ha you, touch on why I'm into off roading. Well, you definitely so, said you went mudding in your parents' rig. So that is yeah. that where you caught the bug? Oh, I think I've always liked trucks like Legos yeah. and like uh, I had this like thing called Rockenbach where you would like it's like little construction RC cars when I was a kid. I like, and I feel like with Legos, you could almost predict a person's future. I think so. It's pretty. Uh, <laughs> if you're building a Lego town, you're building a bunch of race cars. They're going to be in cars. If you're building a bunch of trucks and I mean, I used to build like Lego semi trucks with like the big tires, yep. too. And building it was a lot of fun. From scratch, my buddy had a my buddy had a big ass like three foot by three foot eight inch deep, uh, tote or whatever, um, of Legos, and I would actually go over to his house and from scratch, just from miscellaneous pieces pieces because they never made this kit. Um, he had had one semi kit that he had bought, so I had the wheels and the axles, mm -hmm. and from that I would build a various amount of semis and I had built like there's a picture of me with, I think a cab over with a sleeper and a 39 foot, like frameless dump that I actually made built like an entire dump trailer that was yep. frameless. And like, it was fucking, there's some cool, like I, I built some things. I look back, I'm like, man, my, where did that creativity go? <laughs> I always, I always wanted to be better at drawing. Um, mm. one of my first memories of like trucks is, 
I drew this like semi with like the whole most hilarious sleeper in the world, like an mm-hmm. RV basically, and then also yeah. still had a fifth wheel plate. Uh, it was because probably because uh when we moved from california to st louis when i was like four oh you guys yeah we had a mayflower and they i remember them putting me in it and like holding on the steering wheel like this is one of my first memories cool so like i don't remember ever being in california but i remember like you know waking up as a four-year-old in st louis behind the wheel of a big rig and like you know (laughs) that hooked me and then yes. I got, I had RC cars when I was growing up too, like you know, 10 scale, like nitro ones and monster trucks and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, still kind of into RC cars, but mostly just crawlers, unsurprisingly. Um, why did I actually start off roading though? Um, I got tired of trying to go to, you know, the dirt roads back in the country in college and getting stuck and worrying about getting arrested or ticketed or whatever. And I found the Badlands. And I had fullsidechevy.com TD and Bob were going and they're like, Hey, you want to come? And so I piled up with a couple of my friends and we went and we didn't do anything intense. And, uh, but I was Wait. hooked. I remember going to the Badlands for the first time in three wheeling. Did you just say on, Craigslist? Did I, what did I say? <laughs> go, go on with your story. How did you find those guys? FullSizeChevy.com. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I don't know where I got Craigslist. I was like, wait, I don't know where you got that either. Uh, back in the, this is back in the forums days. I think I bought my truck in '09. They're the best. Yeah, they're the best. Um, I bought my truck in '09, and there were some full-size Chevy guys going to the Badlands that were from Illinois, and um, yeah, I I think I met up with them, but like I didn't go wheeling with them because they were like, you know, TD had like sliders and 33s, and Bob also had 35s and sliders on his you know, three quarter ton Silverado. And I was like, I'm just, I don't have anything except for four wheel drive and they're both open diffs. So not going to be doing a lot, but like we played around the mud, went to the quarry. I remember driving up something. I was like, Whoa, this is so cool. And, uh, I got hooked immediately. The reality is a small vehicle is so much fun. Well, I had a big vehicle. It was also so much fun. (laughs) Everybody has one for everybody wants to grow and get a bigger vehicle and do this. But man, 33s and a little bit of flex is it's fun because it's so challenging. Yep. Like you have to work for it. It's not just point and shoot. And you have to work for everything. It's not just the big obstacles. You have to work for everything. Yeah. Um, Part of me is like, you know, it's fine. It's it's nice to not have to worry about the small obstacles sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's that. You know, I remember going on off-road trips, still IFS, like this first trip I was on 32s, whatever the stock size is for Silverado. They weren't, they didn't have a lot of tread um, and maybe 31s. I don't know. And uh, it was, I was like worried about getting stuck. I didn't have any recovery gear, but I knew it was at an off-road park. So somebody could probably help me. Um, And uh, so that was, you know, everybody starts somewhere. Um, But then, yeah, I was like, what do I do to get more into this? buy recovery gear, you know, crawler off-road didn't exist then, or I didn't know about them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, kinetic ropes weren't a thing for, they, they were a thing probably in 09 or 10 or whatever, but they weren't like commonplace. I had nylon strap and that thing hurts when you hit your head on the, the horn, pulling somebody else, somebody else out of a mud hole. 
Oof. Yeah, oof. Yeah. But yeah, I like the challenge of it. I like the being in nature. I am in heaven in California right now because like the Badlands is so great because it has almost every single type of terrain, but it's an off-road park and they're really, they're working on it, or at least they were when I left, uh, making like trail trails where you're like, all right, I'm on a trail. I want to finish the trail. It used to just be like, you had to kind of pick your own, you know, choose your own adventure. Um, playground style and that's fun and it's really great for a shakedown um but i always treat the badlands as like all right it's it's fun i like being out here but this is practice <laughs> or harlan or windrock or you know moab or whatever um and like now that i'm out in california i'm like i get to do the things that i've wanted and idolized for a while so i'm like super all right sorry i'm like going on a tangent here but i'm like no, super i'm happy. good with it i love that because that you're right. Like the Badlands is it. I feel like for the locals or the uh, guys that go all the time, especially with bigger rigs, it starts to get shit on a little bit because it's the same park. Um, yeah. and it only offers so much, but they do keep doing updates. Like they keep, kind of creating new stuff, especially here lately. They kind of go in the quarry and dig around a little bit with an excavator. Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden something new will pop up. Um, you know, there's only so much you can do, but really the Badlands is the shit because it's so diverse. It's you so good. Everything in one spot. You have a rock quarry where you can go as wild or as mild as you want. No, you're not going to not necessarily hill kill uh, in there because it's not quite big enough for a hill that size, but there are a couple of hills there where you could take a bouncer and get fucking rowdy. Um, You're not going to spend a whole day back there doing that, but, uh, but there's a couple of hills there that I would love to see somebody try. Yeah. Uh, That, that used to not be so bad, but now they're really bad. Yeah. Uh, and so you have a few of those and everything changes with time, but you have the Corey, which is a cool spot to get massive flex and a lot of twisty and straight up rock climbs. No, it's not massive. You're not going to climb for 300 feet or anything like that. But I mean, it's going to give you that straight up, you know, you can, I feel like Badlands is the perfect test course. It really is. You've got the Corey. Where you got yeah. rock crawling, you've got the creek where if you want to just drive up and down a creek, you can drive up and down a creek. Surrounding the creek is a very nice wooded, like really tight trees. Um, there's also some like real, real sketchy mud spots down in like real the basin. Like, like, don't, like, if that water like, is flush with the ground, don't go in there. Yeah, yeah, because you're, you're you going to you stick your engine underwater. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's some that I've had low key in where. It was, I could reach out the window and touch the, touch the ground level with yep. the ground. There's a few pictures on uh, my Instagram, uh, the low underscore K E E underscore X J uh, that you can see literally the Jeep is just, it's buried. It's five feet deep. If you put your tires in that, when it's, when the water is level with the ground, it's over. And sometimes <laughs> it's just on one up. side where like yeah. your tires is, and you're, you're on your door. Yes. Um, exactly. And then there's sand dunes. There's like yep. high speed stuff, which, like which the sand dunes are technically pea gravel. 
True. Um, You're right. I am gravel. It is. Uh, I just want to be, I just want to be accurate. You know, it's not true sand. Um, it is an old gravel pit. Uh, but, but you do have the quote unquote dunes that are kind of dunish. Um, yeah. you know, they don't blow around and create dunes, but they are built up in a way that like you have to treat them a bit like sand. Yeah. I think um, I want to say that they're like, you don't need quite as low of air pressure on those. No, like, no, you, can, you don't sink you like you do in sand. Yeah. I remember, man. But also, if you spin your tires on it, you can bury your your rig. Yeah, I've seen many of the rigs buried to the axles. I actually, there was a guy that had, he was trying to go up it and slid back into a tree. And I actually pulled up on him and uh, I actually hooked my winch to him, put it in reverse and actually just buried my Jeep for footing. Um, Yeah. And then pinched him up that, up the dunes. And then after that, you know, I was able to back out because I'm big enough for that. Uh, but that was back when I was on 38s. Uh, I think I, I think I did that with Ian did at you? one point. Yeah, because he was mm-hmm. stuck down at the bottom of one, like sliding into yep. a tree. And I was like, well, you can winch to me. And I think I just put it in two-wheel drive and buried the two rear tires or something. But yeah, it was. Yeah, it, works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it actually does. Um, you know, it has the dunes. It has the woods. It has. And so like the, the we're talking about the entire south side of the park, the north side of the park has some different dunes and then also has a really good, what used to be orange trail is now blue trail and blue trail is, you know, it's this excellent wooded trail. It's a, you know, it, it is a marked trail that you can run. It takes you all through the woods. There's a lot of man. Badlands is the shit. It's good. Anybody that's it's, new there is like, dude, this is awesome. There's everything here. There's a little and- bit of something for everybody. One more comment on it. Like if you've never been there, you could spend days there and not see the whole thing. Like you it's dense. Spend, yeah. It's dense. A three day weekend, especially if you're not a fast moving vehicle, you got a couple of built XJs. You can hit the whole park in two days. Yeah. Um, okay. That's fair. You won't, be spending any, you won't spend any time anywhere, but you can, if you keep rolling, you can hit the whole park. Basically you can see the entire park in two days. Now, um, you know, we've been there, I don't know, 30, 40 times. It's still yeah. a good time. It's still off road. If I need to get my fix, it. man, it's an hour from the house. I'll go. I, I miss um, it, to be honest. Like, I got really? a pretty, yeah, I do. I mean, like, I've been there so many times. I'm like, I yeah, wonder what's going on at the bed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll send you some snap. Well, you don't have, some, why don't you have Snapchat? Um, I don't know. <sighs> fucking. I, uh, I'm turning into a boomer for sure. I don't. I don't really enjoy social media that much. I apologize for anybody. Shit, any, anybody following me? Yeah. Anybody following me on Instagram? They're like, "Why isn't he posted anything except for the boilerplate group by stuff?" Oh, no. Um, I'll make some posts. I need to. <laughs> uh, I need to add Kyle to this group. Um. So anyway. Uh. Yes. That is where are we even at. Are we at? Are we still on why you started off roading? Yeah, I think we're done with that though. I I I, I started off roading because and I stuck with it because I like the challenge. Can somebody tell me who the fuck let me be a host? Um, <laughs> you don't need lists. Your... You're bad at following them. That's the thing. <laughs> we just side tangent constantly. 
Uh, it probably makes it probably makes you know if anybody's here just to waste time boy we're i am i am your guy class a time waster i am a hundred percent like oh man i just want to listen to this podcast just to listen to you guys talk i got you bro uh (laughs) we're not even halfway through this list and we got some other bullshit to talk about afterwards what is your trail rig my trail rig is a 2001 silverado it started out like i said stock beautiful condition and then i ruined it it's got (laughs) did you though oh where do i even start axles all right it's got a 14 bolt in the rear it's a aam factory disc axle um it's got a grizzly locker and shaved the 13th bolt the bottom or the 14th bolt i guess the bottom bolt um it's got an anti-rep bar Oh, you have a, yeah, I had a proper shave, shave axle that Steve has under it. I oh, could never oh, get it to, huh? It is a 14 that, bolt, but that's that is a, the first, that's the first one you did. That's a, I didn't shave it. I bought it like that. That's oh. a square body axle that you have. So it's a okay. little narrower than the one I have. Mine is now like a GMT 800. Gotcha. Okay. You are going over what your rig is currently. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not going to start from the beginning. It's gone through many phases. Um, yeah. Basically, body lift on 33s, solid axle swapped on 37s, and then shortened. It had 40s for a little while at full length, but then I quickly shortened the wheelbase. Um, so I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. 14 bolt, Grizzly Locker, factory uh, discs with drum and hat e-brakes because I wanted an e-brake. Uh, it's got... Uh, 1979 Ford Dana 60 in the front with chromoly. So it's got the narrow spring perch width. It's got chromoly um, axle shafts, outer and inner. Uh, Yukon hardcore hubs. It's got a GM 2500 HD um, discs on the front. So there's slide over, slide on rotors um, and an ox locker. And I'm running that ox locker with air, although I like the ox locker because it's redundant. I can turn it into a spool um, if the airlines fail or if my uh, CO2 tank that I'm using to actuate it decides that it's over pressure and bleed off all the, all the CO2 pressure. I've done that once. Um, <laughs> it's got a EcoBox 205 doubler. Uh, it's also a Ford NB205 um, shaved. Uh, um, let's see what else, uh, four, two piece rear drive shaft, thick wall, 1410 joints all around, um, super thick wall front drive shaft with a, just, I think, cause it's small diameter, uh, 1410 joint at the transfer case for the angle, 1350 at the axle. Um, and the engine and tra- the engine is stock five, three. The trans is a 4L80 uh, from a plow truck that I test drove before I pulled it and put it in my truck, and it's still going strong, knock on wood. Um, and uh, where, yeah, I guess now 40-inch tires, Raceline Avenger beadlocks. I love the way they look. Um, and soon we'll have black zinc-coated hardware. I just have I got injured, and I haven't had a time to put those in. Um, okay. Now, the the really, really cool features on the truck. Uh, it is shortened 17 inches, um, and I kept the bed. Um, so you can find pictures of it on my Instagram, dmanbluesfreak, no underscore, no spaces. Um, and uh, it's got 
I, I shaved the bed by cutting out all of the like spot welds and like taking the front header panel out and then sliding the bedsides over it and then cutting them off and using body epoxy. Cause I don't like doing paint work. It never turns out good enough for my standards. So I just did that and no, no paint work needed. Um, welded all the inside seams of course, um, for strength. Um, and then it's got a roll cage on the inside, full flat belly skids, um, made out of super cool Duracore 300. Thank you, Mike Groy. Um, and, uh, hidden winch factory front bumper, just heavily trimmed. Cause at this point I'm committing to it. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh yeah, it's leaf sprung in the front with square body 52s and, uh, yeah, also leaf sprung in the rear, um, with a shackle flip currently that I plan to hopefully change soon ish, maybe question mark. Not sure. I think that's about it. There's some other cool stuff, but yeah. Sliders. Still running the sliders uh, that we welded in Ian's driveway. Oh, another fun fact. Uh, we did the solid axle swap in Ian's angled driveway in December. Very angled driveway. Very angled driveway. 25 degrees. No, it's not that bad. It, 10 so. to 15. 10 to 15. It's annoying. It's annoying. It it's it's real. annoying. It's not dangerous. It's a little you know dangerous. It you know what makes it more annoying? When you send a hammer through a oil pan. That makes it definitely, more annoying. Definitely did that. All right. Fun fact about Steve. Um he was also on fullsizechevy.com and uh, I would, I'd made a post on my build thread because that was a thing. I was like, I'm solid yes. axle swapping it. And he was like, where are you? How can I come and be a part of this? So that's yes. how we know Steve. I actually was not on Full Size Chevy. I was on GM Truck Central, which is no Ooh. longer a thing. Wait, I was <sighs> never a part of that. Are you sure it wasn't GM Full Size? Nope, it was GM Truck Central. Oh, I very much know because that was the first forum that I got on. I see. Um, that was the techiest of tech forums, and it was very niche. There was very few people on it. Um, mm -hmm. And but the tech threads were like so in depth, like oil. Um, Justin Gregerson, who owned that <laughs> forum, uh, he did like an oil analysis thread where he went through and did like filter testing, and also like they were super in depth. Um, like Bob is the oil guy level. Yeah, it was up there. Uh, and, uh, Adam Travis, uh, another very good friend of mine still to this day. Um, he did super in-depth articles and shit like that. When he would do mods on his truck, he was building a 383 stroker with a, uh, supercharger. So anyway, that forum was super in-depth. Now, Devin Kelly was on that forum he was 88 gmc something 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 yep it was back when his truck was lifted yeah when he remember. had a crank in 33s yeah you remember that and yeah. then uh and so i was talking about where i was from and he's like oh shit my friends are from champagne i was like no fucking way and he said go over to full-size chevy and find these guys they're from champagne i'm like cool so you can thank devin kelly for this thanks uh, devin and then i'm like in there i'm like hey fuck face mcgee's i have done what you're doing 
let me come hang out. And you guys and were we like, said oh, no. Cokehead Steve <laughs> is crazy. Um, and you were, you came on a little strong. <laughs> I do. Steve, Steve, is me- Steve has mellowed out in the last 15 years or so. You think so? Just a little. Okay. So, I'm, I'm older. Uh, yeah, I came on strong because I wanted to hang out with you guys. And also, you were right in the middle of doing a fucking SAS on a new body, which I was like, dude, that's fucking dope. Let me come fucking party. <laughs> I want to do the same shit to my OBS, um, which I have still not done. But uh, still can, though. Still can. Oh, yeah. Fun <laughs> fact that that truck was not paid off. What is my it? Truck was not, my truck was not paid off when I cut the front end out. <laughs> the bank. Um, they can come get it. Anyway, they can come get it. Yep. <laughs> when Eric did the SAS, he threw it on some 37s. It looked fucking stellar. The photos that we took of that truck in the snow right by your house that are, you can still find this photo today on a magnet. Derek is holding up a magnet right now. Um, that right there, that photo is what that truck should have been from the factory. That's it. Yeah. That is the AT4 2001. Yep. That should have been like, yep. Maybe a little bit lower, just a skosh lower. No, no, no? it's perfect. Right. It's well, it is. It is collector. It's Rock Auto Magnet 134. Rock Auto Magnet 134. You do not uh, have one, Steve? Yeah, I've got a. I've got okay. one. Okay, I'm sure. I was like, I gave. They gave me a stack yeah, of them. I gave all my friends yeah. some. I'm. You I'm very low. When you get an oh, are you getting low? Oh, I can shoot oh. you another one. Okay, you shoot me one. I'll put one here at the shop on the old shop fridge. Um, send me some top swag though. Anyway, we'll talk about that offline. Uh, so anyway. That photo, if you go find, can you go look at the magnets? Uh, I'm sure somebody's got a archive somewhere, right? Well, I don't know. I've never. Here, hold on. There's, There's got to be rock auto. As I can't fucking start the next conversation. It's fine. Uh, Derek's truck is fucking muy bueno. Unfortunately, it weighs 10,500 pounds uh, with all accoutrement attached. So there is rock that. O- you can just look at every Rock Auto oh, magnet on Rock Auto's website. Of course you can, because it's Rock Auto. Let's see. Can we find it? Is it gonna come up? So much cool shit on there. Wait, hold on. Go back up. There it is. Go back up. Oh, there it is. Okay, go back up. I took that picture. Yeah, back. Back when I used to fucking photog. Keep going up. Keep going up. There was like a a, a a military truck. Ooh, that fucking GNS. Ooh, Ooh, there's Greg's. Nope, that's a Manchi. Keep going. We're looking. We're, we're on Rock Auto. I'm going to give you the number, guys, when I get to it, okay? It looked like Kyle's uh, Dodge. Where'd it go? I don't know. Oh. I saw it. It was uh, in the third no, row. No, that's a Dodge. Nope, third row? Third row. It's in the third row. Oh, oh there it is right there. Out? Oh, what is it? No, that's a Scout. Oh, shit. Yeah. It, you zoom by it real fast. It's a 74 yeah. Scout. What number is that? Uh, 123. Series one twenty three. It is a like. Is it black? No, it's it's drab green. Drab green. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah. Grab. Uh, yeah, it's a cool looking scout. All right, I mistake that for a military truck. Ooh, look at that fucking cool ass ride. Fucking two down from that man. That's fucking one crazy. To the left of it though. Oh, again, get you some. Three G. Three G's got two two rock auto <laughs> magnets. That dually is. How many good cars? 
Wait, what would you the have it anymore? One twenty-one. One twenty-one. Uh, that dually. <laughs> Everything Greg builds is spectacular. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> that dually though is. Mwah. It's so fucking perfect. It is flat blue, like dark, dark flat blue. Trey's and, got it now. Uh, <laughs> Winslow. He's got a six liter in it, I think. Really? Or maybe Greg might have put Wait, a six. I think Greg, Greg put a six liter in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That dually is so. It's an OBS Chevy. It's like a 90 or 91. Does it say? 89? No, wouldn't have been. No, no, no. 90, 92 to 94 were GMT 400 duallys. But he put... There were square the bodies 80, until 91, I think, right? With the 88 double headlight GMC grill in it. Either way, man. Oof. Forum right. days, baby. Yep. Forum days. Perfect. That is a timeless, <laughs> that is a timeless car. <laughs> that truck. Oh. All right, I'm turning this off. We're distracted. Yes, get get that out of here, man. I'm in the fucking. I've, I'm three quarters of the way through my drink, and I'm in my feelings. All right, <laughs> next up, what other vehicles do you own? Ooh, oh, good. This, this will be quick. Uh, yeah. I have a 2007 Mazda Speed Three. Uh, it's my little go fast car. It's got you know 270 horsepower, and it weighs about 2,700 pounds. No, not quite. Low three thousands. Really? Um, it's like 3,300. I think. Okay. So it, oh it boogies. God. It's got Evo 10 wheels on it, um, which are wider and some sticky tires. And I take it around racetracks because it's a lot of out here. So it's, I'm glad that I still have it. Um, and then I have a 2015 Honda fit that my wife drives stock, 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 reliable. Love that. Um, and Be from time liable. to time I get to drive Tesla vehicles, which is cool. Like the big ugly one. Got to do that one once or twice. <laughs> big, wait, what? Big ugly one. The big silver. Only one color. Oh, the new one. Yeah. <laughs> the new ugly one. Hey, the new, the really ugly one. I need, to, I need to borrow that for a month. <laughs> yeah, I can't let you do that. <laughs> I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it not so ugly. Tell, tell Elon pro bono on the house. <laughs> I'll make it not so ugly for him. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody out there that would partake in that. Like somebody that there owns is, one. There is for certain somebody that would partake in that. Yeah. Um, so if anybody knows a somebody that owns a Cybertruck that, that wants it polished. Okay. Well, <laughs> they can, they can wrap it after, you know, if they don't like it. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> the, the DOT might have something to say about that. Like a giant flat panel. That's mirror finish. <laughs> Is gonna blind somebody <laughs> driving down the road at the right angle at the right time in the right sunset. Oh man, that'd be funny. Yeah, if you can be the first person to polish a Cybertruck, Steve, you will blow up. We need to make that happen. I will. Oh, man, makes me want to buy one right now just to do your social media things. Good luck. <laughs> you know shit. I'm buy that so, bitch there's a long waiting list. No, I'm not gonna buy it new. I'm gonna find somebody that already has one. And be like, hey, you don't really want that, do you? Good, give it <laughs> right now. One hundred fifty thousand, whatever. Can I pay you to polish your Cybertruck? <laughs> um, 
I'll bet you if I poked hard enough on the internet at Elon, if I could break through the noise yeah. with Elon, I would probably get one. Yeah, you probably I would. Am, I am technically not the biggest polisher. There's a girl in Brazil that is bigger than I are. Yeah, but she's um, in Brazil and you're in yeah, and much she's closer. Not really doing polishing so much. It's more like they're giving away trucks and shit. So like if I start giving away semis, fuck yeah, I'll be fucking big. Yeah. Um well maybe you but, should do uh, that. <laughs> I don't, like uh, no. don't want to give away semis either. Um although it would be dope. I would give away fucking ball and ass fucking Peterbilds. Yeah, you would. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I should try to. Can you email him for me? Sure. <laughs> can you email the boss man? Is that a yeah. thing? No. No. Fuck. No. Oh, it okay. goes to like uh, his his secretary. secretary yeah. Secretary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He'll email us though. I mean, you can see the the leaked emails from him online. Like, we'll get emails from Elon. Like, do this better. Is he, are they shitty emails or is it just him no being comment. honest? No, oh. uh, no comment. You can, mm. you can search it yourself. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too big There's, of a company. There's a chain of command. Elon's, Elon's a great fucking guy. All right. Next we <laughs> have talked about your rig and then we talked about Greg Bailey's rig and talked about Elon's rig. <laughs> what other vehicles do you oh no we haven't had fuck I um, got one more hold on I got a mountain oh. bike and an e-bike and I love mountain biking love it what everything I do is off road the e-bike is to commute to work what is your favorite color <laughs> what is my favorite color it is blue but that's not why my username is dman blues freak no it's not I am from St. Louis and I played hockey all through high school um and i love the st louis blues or i i don't really follow sports anymore let's be real but like i if i'm loyal to any team ever it's the st louis blues so that's why i'm d-man blues freak i was 13 my original email was d-man blues freak at earthlink.net and i continued that username until today and i will continue it until i'm 78 or 88 or however old i am when i stop using technology Go never. Uh, Okay. (laughs) What is the. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I was going to go Monty Python, but I'm, I have drank most of this Pepsi and wild Turkey and I'm feeling right. Fucking awesome. Uh, What? Sound like you're right. Fucking awesome. (laughs) Good Patreon. What's your favorite thing to do off road? Let's hurry up, wrap this fucker up before rock crawling. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) No, here I'll elaborate a little bit, but I'll keep it quick. I like to drive my rig on the street, and I go hardcore rock crawling, and I drive my rig on the street home. Trailers are for boats. You you rock lands. I rock land. Trailers are for boats. Man, I wish I could rock land. You Um, just need you need to add a thousand pounds of tools and spare parts to your rig, and then you also need to make it stronger. Yeah, probably ton swap it would be a good start. Yeah. Or at least put a nine inch up front. Um yeah. what 
No, would you say you are a redneck? Sorry, I didn't read that before I started reading it. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, me answer that for you. Derek is most certainly not a redneck. He is a, you fall much further closer to the hipster column. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. I think I fall more towards the hippie column. Hippie? No, it's the like, same thing. It's one's like, newer. I okay, I guess. No, I don't think no, so. I think hipsters are like I'm special because I do this and nobody oh. else is the same as me and sorry if anybody's self-proclaimed hipster listening to this there's podcast. No but I guarantee there's not. Yeah. <laughs> hipster that listens to this podcast except yeah. for you. <laughs> uh Okay, I mean I'll take it, but um yeah, I would say that I am a enigma cuz like yeah, like I live in Palo Alto and I drive a truck that's on 40s. <laughs> yeah. And I've stuffed it in my, I go through the, oh, I'm a masochist again because I air my, right now I'm airing my tires down to 10 psi to fit it in the garage that's to work bad. on it. That's not bad. No, it's not like, bad. Like five no. is crawling psi. So, yeah. Not for my truck, but yeah. Uh, can you do five with 10,000 pounds? <laughs> what, is your, what is your normal off road psi? Uh, I used to go to eight. Um, and then when I was in Ford ice, I had a pinch flat where mm-hmm. like the tire there, there was a root sticking up out of the ground. Mm-hmm. I was going at a good pace and the tire just mm-hmm. went boink and it like sliced this tire sidewall against the, the edge wall? of the wheel and, yeah. the, and the stump or not a root. It was a stump, small stump. Mm-hmm. So I think, and like, I've been looking at like, we aired him up to like 12 after that and i was like it really doesn't crawl any differently in fact i probably have another inch or half inch of ground clearance so let me give you let me think 10 to 12 let me give you a small taste of reality since i am bordering the edge of drunk let me just (laughs) give you a real fucking opinion i weigh about 45 to 5,000 pounds I don't need to carry 7,000 pounds of tools with me or, or even let's be realistic. You probably have what, maybe 300 pounds of tools, 500 pounds, including spare parts. More than that. You think it's more than that? So uh, I have a spreadsheet, but it's not finished. I think I've got 300 pounds of tools. I used to have more spare parts. For oh, UA, I probably had 500 pounds, 400 pounds of spare parts. Really? Yeah, because okay, so I had front and rear drive shafts, and it's a two-piece rear drive shaft. I had front and rear axle shafts. Those, I mean, the 14-bolt axle shafts are 70 pounds total. Man. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the reality I'm going to lay on you. Because I'm so light, because I'd weigh less than you do, I need to carry less. True. Probably. Yeah. Well, okay. So uh, say I go, say I go, uh, on ultimate adventure. I am going to carry the bare minimum tools that I need to repair the normal shit. If it goes outside of that, then I will figure it out. Um, but I think, it gets really hard when you want to play hard. Okay. So like I can get my rig just about anywhere with my winch 
um, as long as I don't want to get rowdy. Now, mm-hmm. if I want to play hard, I'm very likely going to break a front shaft. That is almost either a front shaft or a front, maybe a front U joint potentially, um, or I, I highly doubt that the front Yukon lockout's going to break. Um, but, but even if you broke any of that stuff, you could still drive home. I could. Uh, the nine inch, I don't want to call it bulletproof, but on 40s with sub 200 horsepower through an AW4, I'm probably fine. Um, right. 1310 U joints through an Adams drive shaft with a 50 inch long uh, anti wrap bar. The odds of me breaking anything out back are like, you did dumb shit. You should have probably let out, asshole. You got air and then landed <laughs> at full throttle at 30 mile an hour tire speed. What were you doing? I was out uh, pre running. Um, up a rock wall. Up a rock wall. I was pre running an ultra four race at the Badlands. I, I saw this fucking bounty hill and thought that I could. <laughs> um, we just hit today's goal on the website that's fucking cool nice <laughs> i hit today's goal on how inebriated i am so yeah, yeah i think you surpassed <laughs> it <laughs> um so anyway yeah it's like i get what you're saying I, I mean i don't carry all my spares anymore like i probably didn't need to bring 14 bolt shafts on ua but i was like well it's a it's a weird 14 bolt somebody might not have a spare and i was like yeah whatever it's I also slimmed down my tools. I my one of my character flaws is that I like to help when people are Yeah. Okay. It's not it's a flaw and it's 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 a blessing and a curse. Okay. Like I really like to help out, but also I I like to be prepared and have like tools that will help other people. I think it's it very I think it's very important to understand uh your rig. And how you need to treat your rig given the situation that you're in. Okay. Everybody wants to get fucking rowdy and have a good time. But if you're on UA and you packed 800 pounds of tools and extra parts, maybe you don't get to get fucking stupid on this rock wall. I got you know stupid. What I mean? <laughs> Did you? Well, you had all the extra parts, so who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was the last day. I mean, I wasn't. Get, this was not a trail to get yeah. like rowdy on, but um, it was like fitting a full size rig on Bikini Trail in the Black Hills was rowdy. Yeah. I gave Man, it everything trying to get up. It's like you are somewhere that you may never get to wheel again. Oh, I can go back there. Well, uh, it's it's hard I to get to, that. but I understand that. But there's an there's a very real potential. You are there now. You may not to you may not get back to that obstacle, right. um, and it's like you know, do you give it everything you got, or do you back down early because you may break something? Also, there's cameras. Me? Also, Me? there's industry greats that you're trying to impress. In the state that I'm in right now. I'm going to break that motherfucker and I'm going to sleep next to it for the next week while I walk back to where I'm getting parked. <laughs> it's not that far from uh, Rapid City, so you're fine. You two, One day you need... Yeah, you got, yeah, you get an Uber. It's wild when you think about money 
and life experiences. And you're like, if I break this fucker and I tell them to leave me here and I pay $3,000 in Uber fees to get my shit fixed. And then I work the next and a half to pay that off. You, you will never buy that experience again. That's true. <sighs> I, I, yeah, there's been that same <laughs> flat, nasty trip. Uh, yeah. and I didn't have to, I didn't have to pay a bunch of money, but it was an, ex- it was a weird experience that I will never forget. Um, mm-hmm. I, Mike, I was helping somebody spot him up once he went up Copperhead, which is like a, the hardest goals at flat nasty. He got lost ended up breaking something. He and I were kind of fixing it and limping it and we we're doing whatever. Mike jumped in my truck. And I think he got like stuck on a log that came up and like bent the transmission pan. Um, and then we went to bed and then the next day I was like, this thing doesn't seem like it's shifting. Right. Drop the pan. And, um, maybe it wasn't that trip, but whatever the case is, uh, drop the pan. Both shift solenoids were broken, <laughs> like not solenoiding. And so I'm like, well, I could put the pan back on drive to the auto parts store in second gear. And I ended up borrowing somebody's truck doing that and then swapped them in and drove home I, to Chicago. I remember or, that. Yeah, I do remember that. So there's always a way. Um, I would not have hesitated to put fluid back in it, put the pan back on, drive to that auto parts store and fix it in the auto parts store, but it sure was easier to not have to put the pan back on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so. That was when you still had a 4060. Nope. 4080. Oh, you did? That was that trip, actually, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. But it was. I was definitely 4080. Okay. Uh, let's look at the old list here. Uh, let's see here. Favorite thing to do off road. Are you a redneck? You said no. What's your no, favorite you thing? You said about- no. I'm not a redneck. Let's be. Uh, you don't fall into that count. You <laughs> definitely know. are far more. I'm going hipster because hippie. So, in my mind, and I could be wrong, but in my mind, hipster, quote unquote, is just the new ver- the new word for hippie. Okay. It's okay. just a new word for hippie. I'll take it. And honestly, listen, you guys out there in listener land, maybe you don't like hipsters. Me personally, I am a bit of the natural. I like a lot of natural remedies. I like a lot of natural shit. If I can smoke weed to fuck like to take out my anxiety, I would do it. I'm way too nervous that it's going to go the other direction and like spike my anxiety. <laughs> so here I am on pills. And uh, yeah. There's been a couple times where I've had that happen and it's fucked yeah. my world. Up. Weed um, doesn't work for me because I've got that sleeping disorder and it just makes me fall asleep. Like I would be smoking weed every night. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's not good sleep though. It's like you pass out and then you wake up even more tired. That's the oh, sleeping disorder. Yeah, it's that's what I get, that's what I get on melatonin. If mm. I take melatonin, I, I wake up groggy. It takes five hours to come out of that. Yeah, that's gross. Um, I don't. So take melatonin. that's what it yeah. is. That's that's my disease every day, all day, except that Oof, I have a new medication that's fixed fixed it. Maybe I also have that disease. Go to uh, uh go to a sleep center. Get a sleep study mm. done. 
So, okay. So we've gotten through. Okay. Yeah. What is your favorite thing about me? I even listened to, yeah, I even listened to Mike's episode and I haven't been even thinking about it this entire episode. Um, Let's see. Steve is, well, Steve is the nicest person. Uh, I think so. You can talk to anybody. This will, as long as you look like a wolf, we'll be okay. (laughs) But you, you, you are interested in what people like people's experiences and like that, I think means that you're the nicest person, but you are also a nice person. Like you're not a dick. You sometimes pretend to be a dick, but you're not actually a dick. Stop pouring it. Stop pouring it, Steve. He's just pouring more wild Turkey in his cup. Listen, if you're not part of the Patreon, this episode, it's going to be worth it. Just go pay the money. I promise. Steve's, Steve's going to pop off. <laughs> and we're going to have to talk about my new house and summer shine and the Patreon, I think. And just, just a minute here. <laughs> I'll give a quick update on the house, but yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite thing about you is that you are a nice person. You care about what people people's experiences and what you they what? have to say. Yeah, that's it. Appreciate that. I wish you would have thought that when you were solid actually swapping that truck so that I could get a put out. That's fine. Fuck you, Eric. Um <laughs> I know I know now. I just I it took me I was a couple weeks late to the party. How deep are we into this fucking episode? We're in 25 minutes. That's not terrible. Okay. It's not terrible. (laughs) All right. I'm going to talk about, wait, do you have other questions? I know we were done with the list. No, that's it, man. We're good. We're on to the bullshit section. Derek, tell me about your new house. I asked you about this before the podcast, but I was like, wait, stop talking. Tell me on the podcast. podcast. It's now that time. If you guys made it this far, listen, I've had way more wild turkey than I deserve. <laughs> um, and I just poured more in my cup. Unfortunately, I'm going to Pepsi. You wait until you drive home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go work. Yeah. I'm okay. going to the shop and <laughs> get down, homie. I'm going to get down. I'm going to, I am up. Oh, my um, God. I'm starting to sing. <sighs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the new house is we got kicked out of our old house because the landlord wanted to move back in. Um, and it's a blessing in disguise. It was not great timing because I've had a herniated disc in my lower back. Um, so I couldn't help move. We had to pay movers. Um, but it's doing better. Um, we got three bedrooms. It's nicer. It's got great windows, um, which is great for Emily because she works from home. And so she can like look at the garden. There's a gardener included in the rent, which is good because otherwise I would have yeah, I wouldn't have paid for one and it would have gone to shit. Um, because I'm not a gardener. I don't do I don't have a green oh. thumb. Palo Alto shit. Yeah. You don't want to know what the rent is. Um oh. your last stupid. one was like Cinco. It, it, it's more. Not much more, but it's God more. Damn. But like this. It's only a couple hundred bucks more a month, and I have a two-car garage that's twenty-eight feet deep. And which there's a six better. foot, six foot ten garage door opening, which is why I can air my truck down to ten psi and fit yep. it in. And mm. it's got two twenty in it. Dri- How big is the driveway? The driveway is shared, so I can't park in it. Okay. Um, there's like three houses on this like driveway, so I mean I could park in it to like unload stuff and maybe like change some oil or something if I wanted okay, to. So like, is it like this? 
It's two houses lining the side of it, and then one at the back. And the in, it's like the garage in the back. We're on the side. Yeah, I wish we were on the back because then I could park on it. One, it's a one lane driveway. Like a one and a half. One and a, okay, so it's eighteen. Not no, it's twelve feet wide. It's yeah, I'd say it's fourteen feet wide. Okay, so, fourteen feet wide. Not yeah, quite two cars wide. You could put a vehicle on it, but it's gonna be very inconvenient for everybody else. Yeah, super. Well, still doable, but inconvenient. Yep. Um, and then the garages are more than garage? seventeen feet or fourteen feet apart from each other. Like the garages are enough that you could like pull up into one and then back into yours. Like they face okay. each other. Yeah. Here, I'll just show you the the top down oh, yeah. uh, satellite view. Is that your neighbors yet? Yeah, they're nice. Are they? Uh, are they, one of them's really like nice. They're... The other one, mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't talked to them about the truck yet. They've seen it now. Okay. So, satellite. Doop. It's probably this is, our house. This is the garage. Oh, that's fucking weird. This, this is their garage. I don't know how they get in there. You're in a very urban. That's not at all what I pictured. It looks super urban. It's really wooded. Where is your garden? Where's your garden? Uh, like right here. You can see these are like rose bushes, rose bushes, rose bushes, and like it's not a garden. It's like a landscaped like area. And this is a fence, so it's enclosed. Okay. Oh, and I'm now seeing. I'm now seeing that this is a seat with pillows on it. That's not there anymore. Sad. Zoom that in a little bit more, can you? It's all the way, yeah. That's a hot tub, and it, it, there's a hot tub on our property. It's broken, though, by very broken. <laughs> Is it yours to use? No, it's broken. It's gross. Well, yeah, if I could fix it, it'd be mine to use, but it's it doesn't even fill up with water and when it rains. So Let me tell you a secret. Uh, hot tubs are fucking awesome, but you have I to know. maintain the out of them. I know, um, yeah. So we're not doing that. Man, that's not at all what I pictured. So you, where's your garage? Oh, your garage is here. Yep. Yes. Okay. Door, door is here. So you back in, turn to 90, and then boom, you're in the garage. I see. So I could like parallel a vehicle there, but they'd have a hard time getting out. What is the, what is the walkway to the house? Uh, this thing? Yeah. It's just a covered. It's not, it's open. It's not it's even just attached. A, it's just covered. Cool. Yeah, it's not attached, so which is great. Outdoor garden area is that concrete goes all the way through. Yeah, Man. there's like there's like the, the house has a big eave. Like I think the roof hangs over roof. all sides of the house three feet. So underneath the roof is where all the garden is. Uh-huh. So it's a three bedroom, two bath. It's got a really nice open living space, um, lots of big windows, and then the garage. Uh, the garage has two twenty in it, which is dope. And it has one 110 plug, and it's garbage. Uh, I turned the compressor on, and it it didn't flip the breaker, uh, but it dimmed all the lights. Like every single time the compressor would hit a like hit a compression cycle, it would. So the lights were like vibrating or flickering because of the the current. Cool. It was crazy. Um, so I the the cool thing about houses in California is that the breaker boxes are on the outside. Um, and in this case, the house has a breaker. Well, okay. The house has a 100 amp breaker on the inside. It's from 1949. Um, they are breakers. They're not fuses, which is crazy for that year, I think. Um, well, and you're now, 
49. The house is 54 or 56, I think. Um, so it's, it's, it's like, I don't know what kind of, it's like post knob and tube, I think by like a couple of years, <laughs> like the fabric Romex stuff, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but the garage has, so now the house breaker box is a sub panel technically because the garage has a 200 amp service. And it's got 220 for the hot tub, which is obviously turned off. 220 for the 220 in the garage, which is for an electric vehicle charger, and then 100 amp sub panel for the house, and then I think one circuit for the furnace in the house because it's got a Did modern you, furnace. You just tell me your 1949 house has an electric vehicle charger in the garage. Well, yeah, you can add that. <laughs> Welcome to Palo Alto. Yeah, sure. I mean, my 1944 house in Chicago had a 200 amp service that was going to have a 50 amp or no, 100 amp sub panel in the garage. Yeah, I didn't. uh, Welder attached. Well, it was for electric vehicles too. I don't need 100 amps for a welder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would have got the job done for sure. Yep. Um, Okay, so super easy access, and I'm putting 110 outlets in the garage. Hello. Hi. What? What size breaker is that? Two forty on. Forty amp, I think. Currently. Yeah. Oh, so you could just break off of that in single phase. I could, but I already huh? ran. I got a twenty a twenty amp break. Two twenty amp breakers or a, tw- a breaker that had two twenty amps oh, on it. You had room in the panel. Oh, there's. It's like a because it's like 200 amp service, yes. 200 amps for the mm-hmm. house, or 100 amps for the house. I mean, I'm sorry, 50 yeah, amps for the hot tub, 40 amps for the electric vehicle charger, and then I think like 20 like amps for the furnace. The All right, 20 amps for the furnace, and then like a whole row that has no knockouts knocked out of it. Oh, shit. there's like so much room for activities in this panel, it's oh, crazy. Yes, and it's in the garage, it's on the outside of the garage, okay. and Yes. But there's a pass through. Does the landlord give a fuck if you put outlets in? Now, I don't think the landlord will notice the outlets. Let's party. Yeah. So, so I'm going to put two you're gonna have every three feet, and they're all going to be 30 amp service. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to put it, I don't want to spend a bajillion dollars on outlets. Um, it, it won't no. be that bad. A couple hundred bucks. I am in it. Steve, I've already, I'm almost done. Um, I'm in it because of a very good friend, Julian. He was like, I got all the stuff you need just about. And he was like, here, take, take, take. And I was like, okay, you sure you don't want to keep some of this? He's like, no, take, 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 uh, all the Romex, all the, most of the outlets. I got GFCI outlets cause garage. Um, and I'm going to run a 20 amp. They're both going to be 20 amp outlets. Um, the problem is running the, power to the other side of the garage is tricky because of all the stuff that I just put in the way. So I'm just going to put them on the side that the breaker box is on and then just run a long uh, I bought a uh, what do you call it? A power strip with 12 gauge 15 foot cord on it and I'm just going to run all my power from that at the workbench off of a 20 amp breaker and then I'm going to have a hose reel on the roof or on the studs where the garage door opener is. Right on. Yeah, it'll be nice. And I didn't like put a whole bunch of effort or money into it. I 
I put a 30 amp breaker in my garage at the house. I took two, I bought a uh, split breaker that has two 15 amps on the same breaker mm-hmm. and uh, can join like input two of what I had together to make more room. So I have a 200 amp service in my house, but my whole house is electric heat. And so the top, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, 10 breakers, eight, 10 breakers are all two twenty breakers. Yep. Um, because I need that for the 10 rooms in my house. And uh, below that, we have everything else that goes into the house, you know, all the different rooms that are 110. And so we can join some shit together. And then we put a 30 amp breaker in and made a short run um, out of the box to a 30 uh, to a four gang box that had a 30 amp service to it. And that was to run my grinders because 20 amp, as soon as you get the grinder hot and then you actually put some weight on that grinder, it will just instantly oh, pop. Wow. You, guys, you guys can't hear that. Uh, oh, I heard it that time. Hey, let's go. Um, so yeah, it will just pop. Is So a breaker is rated for 80% of its, of its load. So you have a 15 amp grinder and a 20 amp breaker. And then the moment you get that grinder nice and fucking toasty and you throw a little load on it, she gone 15 yeah. amp, the 15 amp or 20 amp breaker is like, I'm out of the game. Um, <laughs> we did a 20, we did a 30 amp breaker and we ran proper gauge. I have one of my buddies is actually a union electrician. And so he ran proper gauge wire down to this, this four gang box. And then we put tamper, uh, proof or whatever tamper resistant outlets in there, which are super tight. If you've ever um, put in a plug into an out, a tamper resistant um, box, it's they're super fucking tight. Um, it's hard to pull a cord out of those. Nice. But we did that in my garage at home. We did that. And he's like, man, it's really, they're really expensive. Like, I don't give a fuck, dude. It's a write off. Yep. <laughs> at the time, I was like, I made $60,000 a year in polishing. If it takes, if it costs 150 bucks, like let's do it. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. I, the, as a fuse engineer yeah. for most of my career, I'm like, make sure that if you're putting in a bigger rated breaker, you have the right gauge wire because right. yes. a breaker is not going to keep that wire from catching on fire. If you pull 30 amps continuously, um, but you did it right. Um, and I think the, the 40 amp breaker for the EV charger, I think is, it could, it could be a 50. Cause I think the, um, I think it's the right gauge for a 50, but I don't, my welder pulls 24 amps peak. So I'm good. Mm-hmm. So, yep. That's the house stuff, man. Uh, uh, oh no, I forgot something. I put in the light <laughs> of the sun in oh my the God, rafters. Yeah, the light. This is the best part. I'll have to put that. I'll put that video on the trail riders page. Cause it came, Wait. the garage came with the tiniest, like maybe, 60 watt equivalent CFL Ooh. bulb that takes 10 minutes to warm sure? up. It looked, like, it looked like 20 in the video. Well, it's a CFL. <laughs> so it starts out really dark, you know? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it takes like five seconds to even turn on. Um, and then I put in the garage door opener has two bulbs and I put hundred watt equivalents in those and it's fine to like get in and around when you pull your car in. Um, but yeah, when you, t- <laughs> when you turn on these, they say that they're 13,000 lumens a piece. I don't, that's not real. Um, but they're probably like 5,000 lumens a piece and there's six of them and I'm going to add two more. <laughs> so 
It's gonna, I'm not going to be not be able to see. That's for sure. Unless I look at those no, lights for too long. When you flip the the garage door, I was like, I mean, it's usable. And then you <laughs> the actual switch and turn the lights like, ah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, man. I'm afraid of the dark. I like light. I am um, too. And so, like, you see, you see the shop in here. I've got two. I've got uh, tw- you got a lot of light. <laughs> 280,000 lumens of light in the shop, in the Sheesh. main shop. Okay. That's a lot. Quote, quote lumens. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. <laughs> but if you bought, if you bought like Fate or Fate or whatever, like legit brand, like not. They are actually. They oh, okay. are Fate. And they're probably, that's probably real. Yeah. I think they like real the, lighting, electric lighting companies, I think aren't, yeah. aren't lying about the lumens. These are like. Yeah, they came from, they came from I, Menards, 40 bucks a piece. My lights are uh, like Ching Chong brand from Amazon. So yeah, I didn't so, want to spend a whole bunch of money on a garage that I, I'm not going to have forever. So the biggest problem we have in the shop is that the dust uh, that lands on the walls and everything is actually will absorb the light. And so we constantly fight um, the dust absorption of light. So even mm. though we may have 280,000 lumens, we probably have maybe 180,000 of workable light that's coming off those lights after the dust absorption so um yeah like i said i'm afraid of the dark so light is a good thing thank you for switching that back all right you're good we fucking bullshitted dude oh we need a terrible solution for an easy problem oh that's on odd number episodes and we're not doing it for the introductions my bad love it okay um alternate with other segment and these are these are notes that we took it's fine um oh interesting read facebook responses not today oh, or not yeah not today we did not plan for this all right <laughs> skipping time for the partners you should leave that on there for future episodes though i do actually right. like that um right. there you go thank you uh partners thank you to we're gonna switch it up we're gonna we're going to go backwards this time okay we're going to shout out the end sponsors then to the beginning sponsors, um, latest then, to greatest situation. Then next week, right? we're going to randomize. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Summershine Supply. Okay. If you haven't checked out my products, go check them out. SummershineSupply.com. We have got everything you need for detailing and polishing. It's about to be summertime. I know most of you fuckers live in the Midwest. It is time to get your shit looking back the way it should be. And we have everything you need. We have all-purpose cleaning. We have good soap, wash and wax, which is just your, it's a basic soap. It's excellent for just throwing in a bucket or throwing in a foam cannon, getting your shit clean, get the salt off there. Come on, the salt is destroying your vehicle. Ask Derek. He has rust on his. Ask me. I have rust on all of mine. And we also have got a tire drip. Uh, it's a water-based RVP. It's a rubber vinyl plastic dressing. Okay. It's good for your tires. It's good for everything rubber, vinyl, and plastic. That means everything in your interior. You can use it on anything except for carpet, upholstery, and your beard. I mean, you can use it on your beard, but save some pussy for the rest of us. Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> that is a, uh, an, a little ad that I was making at one time. This, just is, not, this is yeah. not the Patreon. It's fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> listen, they're all adults that listen to this. Um, Check out summershinesupply.com if you need anything to detail your rig uh, coming up this win- this this spring, not this winter. Um, 
you know, the winner was hard on stuff. So check it out. We got lots of stuff going on. We have lots of bundles. Check out our bundles. Our bundles are our best deals. That's where you're going to get your biggest savings. We've got a wash bundle. We've got two wash bundles, depending on what type of pressure washer you have. We've also got um, an interior detailing bundle, an exterior detailing bundle, and a polishing bundle. Go check those out. We appreciate you guys, and I appreciate your support on both the podcast and on Summer Shine Summer. I can't even do it, dude. I'm too drunk. Summer Shine Thank you, guys. Um, check out Rad Designs. I don't know what Rory's up to. We're going to have him on the podcast here soon so we can find out exactly what retired Rory is doing in his spare time. But he's still doing stuff. So make sure you go check out raddesigns.com. Check out Morflate. M-O-R-F-L-A-T-E dot com started out as a radio company, but quickly progressed into a inflation and deflation company. Maybe you didn't know, but more M-O-R-E is my off-road radio uh, is actually. Yeah, what? you're right. Yeah, it was M-O-R-R. Yeah, right? my off-road radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah M-O-R-R. It was originally that was Tyler's uh, brainchild where he was into his radios. Anyway, check still him is. out. Not, not only, yeah, it still isn't radios, which is fucking amazing. If you're trying to get into the radio world, dude, go check out Morflate. Go check out maybe My Offroad Radio. Is that still a, a website? It is. Derek's nodding. Yes. Uh, MyOffroadRadio.com. Does it come up? Mm hmm. Is it MeyerOffRadio.com? Hey, go yeah. check that out. If you're looking to get into uh, any of the ham or GMRS, FMRS, I'm drunk. Um, ham, <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about. If you want to get into GMRS, ham, VHF, UHF. Thank you. Those are the two Repeater, I was missing. Repeaters. Repeaters. Dude, Tyler is into it. Okay. That is his love, um, which explains more M O R R. Morflate, M-O-R-F-L-A-T-E dot com. Um, you can check out the inflation and deflation devices, which we strongly support here on this podcast because they're fucking amazing. And his his uh, compressors, dude, the third generation now of the of the 10.6. Now the 10.6 PSI Pro, bro. Next I love mine. I don't have a second gen. Derek has a second gen. Um, either way. Dude, my first gen PSI Pro. Don't Tyler, don't send me another one, dude. I'm good with what I got. Um, and uh, but yeah, dude, they're awesome. So that is more flake. Go check it out if you're trying to get inflated or deflated on the trail. Derek's got his hand up. What's good, my brother? Tyler and Morflate also do a lot of uh, you know, uh, financial help for the off-road community, but also like in-person like volunteer work, cleaning up trails, and I think they're even trying to sponsor the sponsor some trails too so Dude, it's a good company to support it is if you're looking for somewhere to spend your money that's gonna give back to the off-road community uh that is definitely one of them that is his life he lives sleeps eats breathes off-road um which is why he started that company so definitely go check them out uh, like i said i've got a lot of products that they're coming out with they're always coming out with new stuff so make sure you swing by moreflate.com and check that out Next on the list is Off-Road Anonymous, now known as Jacob, here on the Off-Road, the Total Off-Road Podcast. Um, we're just going to keep saying that until he changes it to Jacob Signature Series. Uh, <laughs> Off-Road Anonymous, if you haven't checked them out, they've got all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, they are a steel 
what would you call that manufacturing type deal? So they build all kinds of fabrication parts, organizational, organizational stuff for your garage. I've got a ton of stuff in the shop here, organizing my shop to making sure that we have grinder mounts and buffer mounts and sander mounts and places to put our stuff. I've got, I don't know, 15 of their aerosol can uh, holders here in the shop to hold brake clean citral whatever else you have in an aerosol can they will work perfect for that so make sure you check them out they actually just upgraded here in the last year to a laser cut Whee! i got some of the older stuff that is on the plasma table and then to the laser cut i had to text jacob i was like bro <laughs> did you switch to a laser he was like yeah i was like i nice. can tell so uh I know I got to reach out. I got a bunch of empty studs in the garage that need to have holders for things. I'm telling you, those organizers are the shit. So lots of stuff over there on offroadanonymous.com. Obviously, I'm big into the organizers. I've also got his uh, tie-down tabs on low-key. He does a bunch of different axle uh, trusses across the front, depending on what kind of axle you got and different stuff like that so make sure you check out check out offroadanonymous.com that's our buddy jacob and he will get you set up with whatever you need for fabrication check out crawleroffroad.com crawleroffroad.com has got everything you need in synthetic recovery equipment okay crawler offroad just went through a merger where uh one partner exited the company and dj woo dude uh joined the company now and they are turning up the heat i don't know what's in store for 2024 i literally this episode just sent them a message about being on the podcast we are about to find out exactly what they have in their plan book for 2024 so I don't know. You need to head over there. Dude, the website got completely revamped with a Shopify. Look at that thing. Uh, Derek just pulled it up here on the thing. It's completely revamped. It looks stellar. Black and gray theme. Recovery ropes all over the place. Listen. Ooh, look at that sexy GMT 400. Oh. Oh. Uh, On the front. (laughs) Why is soft? Hit that again. DJ, what the fuck? We got, we got, we fit a 404 error, my guy. Well, yeah, yeah. found for soft shackles. Come the fuck on. I bet though, if we go to, we're gonna work on it. Uh, it's soft crawler soft shackles. That's yeah, why we, right, we got to I'll, I'll tell. I'll message DJ. All right. So, uh, anyway, go check out crawleroffroad.com. Those are our boys from Michigan, man. If you're looking to support Midwest local and uh, good, they have stellar prices on their synthetic ropes. Everything they get, they have tested and made sure that it's going to be strong enough to get you off the trail. And I have not broken a single thing that they have sent me. I wish we had crawler off road when you were stuck at stuck, stuck in flat nasty. Uh, we could have. Yeah. Really- the odds of you breaking something that they sell with a 12,000 pound winch is Listen, I don't know, but I'm going to say zero. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. And who do we have left? You got the, it all shrunk down. Can you, can you oh. grow it up for me? Make it, make it bigger for me. I'm a little inebriated side. Oh, no, bigger than that. Uh, oh, two of us. 
Bro, Toolbox Widget, man, listen, Toolbox Widget and Grip Mat are one company, okay? If you haven't checked out Toolbox Widget and you have a toolbox at home, listen, if you got a trail rig and don't have a toolbox, get the fuck out of this podcast. You have a toolbox. It's a goddamn disaster, unless you're Mike. Okay, if you're Mike, this doesn't count for you. Everybody else, listen up. Toolbox Widget has a bunch of modular toolbox organizational products that will help you organize the toolbox, make it a little cleaner, a little more organized. You know that your wrench drawer and you know that your plier drawer is a hot fucking disaster. Don't even try to lie to me. Uh, Check out Toolbox Widget. They've got a bunch of cool stuff. It won't cost you a fortune. You'll have a couple hundred bucks wrapped up in getting your toolbox super organized. They're constantly coming out with cool new stuff. And they are a local company out of, I believe, Colorado uh, that we're working with. And honestly, very cool people working at that company. Uh, super down to earth. And they're just cool people. It's just like Morphlight. It is a, it's a badass company. So uh, go check out Toolbox Widget and get your toolbox organized. Or if you need a grip mat to keep your parts around. For me, I've always just laid my shit on the ground. And then I lose stuff constantly. It'll roll underneath the jack stand, underneath the tire, whatever. Listen, get a grip mat. Get the trio, okay? Get the trio. You get the big one, the little, the medium, medium sized one, and the little one. And you can put all your parts in the trio and then you're set. You don't have to worry about the fuckers rolling off down the driveway or your dog coming and eating them, okay? Um, yeah, Derek's nodding his head because he knows. <laughs> or the neighbor's yeah, maybe the neighbor's dog. My dogs well, couldn't fit their mask. Yeah, my neighbors, the neighbor dogs at my house, dude, they'll come eat anything that I'm working on. So uh, get a grip mat. Go, go check out toolboxwidget.com. That's all I'm asking. Go over there, visit the site. You see something you like, buy it. Tell them you love it. Tell them the Total for Podcast sent you there. Maybe tell them the Summer Shine sent you. I don't even know, know who I am. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that is Toolbox Widget. And last but not least, our very first partner company that jumped on with us is CompleteOffRoad.com. They're in Iowa, Dubuque, Iowa, and they built the cage in the donut. They built the axles that are underneath Loki. They have, they got my lock. Chris got my lockouts. Chris got my U-joints for my outer shafts. Chris got my locker for the front axle. Um, Dude, the list goes on and on. I can't even tell you all the shit that I've bought through Complete Off-Road over the years. They're absolutely amazing to deal with. When I'm looking for something, I don't have time to look for it. I don't have time to search on the internet, whatever. I need this thing. I call Chris. 563-583-5363. Chris answers the phone or Rich or Sue may answer the phone. Listen, tell him you came from the Total Off-Road podcast and you're looking for something. They will take care of you. They will take excellent care of you because you came from this podcast, not the heat treated garage podcast. Don't tell me you came from that podcast. Okay. Tell, tell me. You came from <laughs> Chris, I'll, Hey, I'm going to interject while you stop talking for a second. Cause Chris also got me like the offset tie rod ends that I needed in like record time. I was like, Chris, I'm going to Fordyce in like, you know, four days what can you get me these and he was like i'm gonna do my best and they got there like two days later man he's he's awesome so talk to chris and you don't have to just buy off-road for stuff from them i know mike said it before but like people have gone to him with like 
hey, I need stuff for my LS build. I need stuff for this. Pretty much, if you, th- if you think that you need it, give him a call and he'll do his best to get it. So they may not have it in stock since it's not off-road related, but he'll get a drop ship from wherever it comes from. That is it. That's it. That's the whole partner throwdown, dude. We gave all you guys all of them. I hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble on about all of our partner companies. Dude, they're all awesome companies. Like I said, if you're looking for any of those things that we just shouted out, go check out our partner companies first, if you would. Um, I know there's other companies that sell similar shit, but it's just that. It's shit. You know why? Because they don't sponsor the Total Offer podcast, which you have listened to all the way to the end. So you clearly fucking like, like listening to my voice. So go check out the people that love me. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, did you come up with a terrible solution for an easy problem? Or we, oh, oh, no, we, we skipped that. We skipped that. That's every we skipped other that, But yeah, I think, yeah, I think. Any yeah. Last- words sir oh, i had last words you damn it you, you give the last words and i'm gonna chug the rest of whatever's in this oh my god you um, we're gonna start the pot the patreon dude the patreon's gonna be what <laughs> don't drink half of a fifth of uh, 101 proof wild turkey when you're giving a making a podcast motherfucker <laughs> or do you, you know what <laughs> <laughs> this has been a if fun episode. That was gonna say. Tell me, go to the page, go to the Facebook, okay, Trail Riders page on Facebook, and tell me that the Steve Drunk episodes are not better than the Steve Sober episodes. You definitely get less distracted. I mean, you uh, go on more tangents, but you're not on your phone for as long. Yeah, yeah. So Steve, that. Steve Drunk has less on his mind. That's he's just right. in here. He's here for the party. Yeah, that's right. He's not yeah, worried about I, polishing and orders. I, and da, da, da. He's just like, all right, I'm here for the podcast, mother trucker. In, bro, they're still coming in. I just got to, we just got to order for uh 128. Bro. Oh, yeah. love it. I love when I look down at my phone and there's money on it. I'm like, yes. <sighs> if you go to summershinesupply.com, please use top 10 and most of our sponsors have top 10 as a discount code um maybe a couple don't but most of them do so make sure that you at least try top 10 um not only does it get you a 10 percent discount it also lets them know that you came there so if they don't have that discount make sure you throw in the notes like hey total offer podcast sent me steve was drunk um and they'll know. They'll take care of you. They'll get you set the fuck up. You ready to end this fucker? I am ready to end this fucker. Oh. If you want more of this excitingness that's going on right now, if you enjoy Steve being slightly inebriated, make sure you head over to patreon.com forward slash total off-road podcast.com. No. Patreon.com forward slash total off-road podcast. Okay. Sorry. Um, and there may be some underscores in there. I don't remember. Probably not. <laughs> Derek's gonna look it up. Make sure. Total. What are you doing? What in the actual fuck did you just search? You can also Google Patreon Total Offroad Podcast. Shit. How about that? Boom. And then you click. Uh, yes, I'm 18 or older. Over 18 because Steve's gonna open the podcast with with. 
What's good, motherfuckers? That's right. Uh, <laughs> it is patreon.com forward slash capital T Odal Offroad Podcast. There you go. I think Check it probably it works with a lowercase t. Let's see. Lowercase t. We're going to go get rowdy over there. Thanks for joining yep. us for episode 204. We love you guys and we'll catch you on the trail. fix and i'm gonna say something really loud so kyle knows when to start the sound again start (laughs) (laughs) start we're back